Respect. Yeah, respect. Respect. Yeah, yeah. respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because really and truly, I'm not supposed to the panelist yet. God right. no. You know, the one and only Kyle Kuzma. Ah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's April 4th, sir. <laughs> no wonder you're running. No wonder you're running, Dr. Chase. Unicorns call, listen, unicorns call rare unicorns Durant. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this edition of the Miradi Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne West. Joined by my co-hosts Craig Davis and Theo Davis, as usual. How are you doing, guys? Just ready to get the show on the road. Doing good, doing good. Good evening, gentlemen. Just here. Mm-hmm. Let's get started. All right. So for this episode, we'll be continuing with the <clears> third <throat> edition of our ranking podcast, where we'll be ranking the top ten small forwards. Um, we'll also be joined again this episode by Mr. Juna Gordon. Stay tuned. It should be a very, very fun and interesting episode. Let's go. All right. So for this episode, we'll be doing the third edition of our ranking list. Um, Today, we'll be discussing small forwards. So... We've already gone through point guards and shooting guards. Now we are zoning on the top three best small forwards in NBA history based on our list. Um, the guys are here with us again. We have Craig, Theo, and Junior. So, guys, how are we doing? Ready to jump in the small forwards list? Yep, going to be some interesting yes, names. Sir. All right, so let's go. I'm, I'm expecting controversy because from our preliminary pool of names, we have a very, very competitive list of names here. So we'll just jump straight into it with our number 10 selections. We'll start with Junior. We have at number 10. Okay, number 10, I have the first dilemma of my selection. And it is between Alex English and the person you mentioned, Adrian Dantley. All right, um, interesting. Yeah. So, so who are we going to select from that? Make a case against both of them. Oh. Alex English, a scorer, scorer, basically mellow before mellow. Um, Adrian Dantley, um, student to the game, fundamental king, scored from every level, three point. Also was um, a superior defender, well renowned for um, shutting down like your team's best opposing player. That is not a center or a much bigger power forward. He could like play levels above his actual size. Um, could score levels above his actual size, could score levels below his actual size. So, yeah, for, for that reason alone, he was on my list. Alice English, however, was just, like I said, mellow before mellow. So, like, I would probably squeeze him in, but, like, I just make sure – I just wanted to make sure that, like, I gave Adrian Dantley the, um, the credit that he deserves. So, even if he doesn't make the list, he just needs to be mentioned. All right. So, we just, you know, select both names for now, seeing that, you know, the first name. On the list. Yeah, we can come back to this. Um, Craig, who you have at number 10? I have at number 10, the human highlight reel, Dominic Wilkins. Come again? You can hear me? No, I never heard that one. Repeat. Okay, good, good, good. I said the human highlight reel, Dominic Wilkins. Oh, Dominic Wilkins. 
Yeah. All right. Interesting, Craig. Theo, who have at number 10? I have the same pick as Craig, you know, Dominic Wilkins. Dominic Wilkins. All yeah. right. Cool. Um, so why Dominic Wilkins? Here. Well, you know, as his nickname suggests, a human highlight reel, you know, was a very entertaining player. Um, he was able to put the ball in the basket at a high clip, and he did so for a bit for a long time. You know, he was the face of the Atlanta Hawks. He's your best player ever. Um, but although it's not really his fault because his teams weren't all that good compared to the teams he had to face uh, in the 80s and the 90s when he was um, an Atlanta Hawk, but he just, you know, never did, he never quite did enough in the playoffs. Definitely, I think, looking over my list, yeah, like the most athletic person on the list for sure. Nine-time All-Star, seven-time All-NBA, um, scoring champion in 86. Curry averages 24-6 and two. I just think he's one of these names. I just think he's always unfortunate to have played in the era with Michael Most Jordan. athletic person on the list. Well, possibly. Whoa, wow. That's a, I think that is... Possibly. possibly. No wonder you run, no one day run Dr. Big... J. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Let's look at number nine. Um, Junior, we have a number nine. And number nine, I have the truth. Woo! Whoa. Well, Woo! No, interesting there. Who you have, Craig? Ah, uh, yeah, Mr. Paul Pierce as well. Paul Pierce. <laughs> and he was, he was a last minute swap. At the end. He was supposed to be number 10, but I, I put him at nine. Interesting. Nothing, who you have? You know, huh? the legend himself, Paul Pierce. You know, Whoa. the truth. <laughs> you know what? We all have Paul Pierce at number nine. Interesting. As a resident. Yeah. Because, because I feel like, yo, you know what? I feel Curry like paid I feel him like him. all of us like who is Paul Pierce at 10. Risk all the respect. respect. Yeah, That's yeah. what I respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because really and truly, I'm not supposed to end up on that list. Yet. God facts, no. Facts, but, facts. But, I mean, you, you can't fall Paul Pierce's game. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Paul Pierce probably yeah, has the most complete. Paul Pierce probably Pierce. has the most complete game on this list outside of the top three. Yeah. So as a, Celtic, a... as a resident Celtic field, yeah. case of Paul Pierce being on the list. All right. Paul, case of Paul Pierce is that, you know, as his nickname suggests, uh, the truth. He was a big-time clutch player from even before the big three days uh, with Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett. He always stepped up big for the Celtics um, when, he, um, when he was younger with, um, you know, Antoine Walker as his Robin. You know, had big play, had big playoff games against the New Jersey Nets, the Indiana Pacers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He was just, if you look at Paul Pierce, you wouldn't think he's a, you wouldn't think much of him because he was, he's probably the most unathletic player, unathletic great player for being honest. Unathletic, no, looked, no, 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 fix that. Unathletic looking player. He was extremely looking, athletic. looking. He just didn't yeah, look at looking. Yeah, you looked at him and you're like, he's not going to do much, but you know. Like Junior was saying, he he has a, he had rather a very complete game, you know, 
when you, when you look at it, he could score, he could rebound, he could pass, he could score from all three levels, as a matter of fact. Um, I think a re- the reason why he's not higher on this list is because, you know, he got overlooked early in his career because he was considered a two early on with Antoine Walk on the team and, you know, <clears throat> how it was in the East back then guard-wise. But in terms of what he did... You know, the numbers speak for itself before. Uh, and he, he was got... a tweener. He was a tweener because, like, he could yeah. actually, uh, he did actually have the ability to go from small forward to two guard and then back to small forward, back, you know, back to small forward from two guard because of matchups, primarily defensively, because he would be the one assigned to um, guard every team's, like, toughest wing player. Yeah, which brings me to my next point. Very underrated defender, you know. When you look at the fact that he's only made four All-NBA teams and only 10 All-Star appearances, he arguably could have had more because take 2001, for instance, he averaged 25, 6, and 3 and never made the team. You know, it was that kind of career for him early on, you know, very overlooked, um, never really got his flowers until the big three year. But like like Judy was saying, very, very complete player. Yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. The moment was never too big for him. All right, interesting, interesting. Number eight, Theo. This is where the list gets interesting to me. The funny thing is that with number eight, it could be this person that I'm going to call or someone else that just missed the cut. But I'm going to go ahead with, you know, Syracuse's best player of all time, Carmelo Anthony. Yo. (laughs) Very interesting there. Let me go across. Craig, who you have at number eight? Um, number eight of Carmen Anthony as well. Yo, I want to really have one. So, Junior, who you are? Hold on, man. Hold on, man. I'm about to ask somebody with my yo. I want to that beat. Yo, my youth, Melo. It was hard. Could I put the soldier boy gift in another group right now? Mellow. Mellow. Yo, trust me. I wanted Mellow to be higher, but you know, Yo. as a Mellow fan, disrespectful of that. Yo, I'm right, Mellow. They might even smile. Come on, say yo. God, God, run back, run that back there, run that back there. Car, car, yeah. We can't put that. Run that back. No, I'm on the beat, man. Why? Delete, delete, yo, delete the last three minutes. Number here to have another tie between Dominique Wilkins and a, a personal favorite of mine, Big Game James. Oh, shit. Yes, no, I don't know that. Yes, but no, yes, good. Yo, this is even better. Even better, add me. You think so? Just keep the your list right there. The, the list, the list intact. No, All right. Make the case. No, one hour to forget for Ab James in there. Never. Make the case for Melo at number eight. Craig, let me hear your rationale there. Melo at eight. Ah, this rationale might sound like it should be higher, but definitely one of the premier scorers the league has ever seen. Um. The late great Kobe Bryant has always said Miller's been like. And think about all we know Kobe like thrives on deep playing defense as well. And think about all the players he has faced from Jordan all the way down to just the other day. Like he said, Carmel is like the hardest guard. 
Um, you know, Curry averages 23, 6-2, 10-time All-Star, scoring champion. And, yeah, like, he, along with maybe, like, two or more on this list, I just think are just pure scorers. And, and, and keep in mind that the only reason Melo is probably not, like, way up higher on everyone's list is not the fact that he's not necessarily a champion as yet, but the fact as that... Yet? He, he, we, I mean, we never know what may happen. We never know what may happen. He may land on a on an actual contender and you know get a title and be like a contributing factor. But be that as it may, Melo is has never been synonymous with defense. So yeah, that is a big thing. And, but, and but, as a as a small forward, as a wing, if you can't defend, it says a, a whole lot about you. And I believe if he could defend, it would have helped out his Denver Nuggets teams a bit better. You know, I I think he had the he had the ability to in terms of you know oh, he size has and as, but defense. he does he does exactly whenever he did key in it he caused problems but he never yeah, did he, it yeah he at, he at, had to take yeah. it actually personal in order for him to like put forth like anything resembling a defensive effort yeah Kobe LeBron Wade yeah, etc yeah, yeah having going against any one of those he he put in the effort but definitely yes. the greatest greatest. Um, Olympian basketball, USA, of all time, possibly. We, we give it. We give, we give him that. We yeah. Melo, Melo, Melo is a Melo is Melo is a FIBA dream. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Juno, James Worthy. First time hearing that name on the list. Why so low? What do think? Why ranking him here? Uh, I mean, big games, James. You don't get. Listen, if you're a Laker. Mm-hmm. And somebody gives you the nickname Big Game. Yeah. You shouldn't have to elaborate on anything further than that. Yeah. From he was in college, he was Big Game, James. If you're yes. being honest. Yeah, he was a number one overall pick. He was actually the better player on a team that included Michael Jordan. Listen, yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but your facts. Big yeah. facts. Okay. He just happened to play with Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes. That's what happened. James Worthy was the number one ranked player in the country at a point where people did not want to see any black faces on their sports column at all. Yeah. And he was that good that even in the places that like they weren't necessarily permitted to like showcase um, any sort of black progress, he was still there. He was big game James. And while his college prowess didn't necessarily um repeat itself in the nba he was still a damn good player pardon my life definitely all right cool cool all right so let's jump to number seven let's start here with theo whoever at seven Mm -hmm. you know the one and only kyle kuzma the following jokes aside, you know, at number seven, I have the legend himself, two way god, Scott Pippen, Scotty Pippen, yeah, Scotty Maurice Pippen. What number is this? What number? Scotty at where? Scotty at seven. Okay. Scotty, Scotty, a small forward. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. If you go, that's a thing. All right. Yeah. Craig, who about them? I have the scoring machine, Rick Barry. 
I wanted to put Scotty people higher, you know, honestly. But I just, I, I mean, I get the old guy them, so I, you know, I'm blind tonight. I, I get the, the elders are blind tonight. That's why. Where am I from? I know I'm not cool with until Scotty. Anyways, let's just let's continue. We have a seven. Well, I have a seven. Yeah. Oh, um, it's a it's another tie. Because because people need well, listen, the people need to get recognized. Facts. And I, I won't be the I won't be the one to um omit certain people simply based on the fact that there's a no, but um, I mean I mean we have of, honorable mentions here. Okay, no, no, I'm not talking about honorable mentions, I'm talking about people who should be on the list. Um it's between Grant Hill and T Mac. Oh I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave because because both both these players sustained oh, um their fair amount of injury obviously grant ill far more than t mac did mm -hmm. but you can make the case that if grant hill was not so injury riddled in his career he would probably be top three on this list you can make that yeah, case yeah you can make that case. interesting you know but um, t mac was injured wasn't in fact as injured as grant hill so that's why he's here all right, cool, interesting. Two Hall of Famers. Um, Craig, Rick Berry. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, one championship, you know, multiple all-star, all NBA selection, average 30 points per game multiple times, which is I don't care in what area you're playing, is very difficult. The worst looking free throw <laughs> shot ever. Yeah, but you know, the ball the ball going in though. So <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I definitely have. He has what over twenty five thousand career points. I have to give him. Yeah, and let's let's not let's not let's not forget that there aren't many, there haven't been many white players to average over thirty. Mm, true. Good point. Let's you know let's 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 be honest. Name <laughs> yeah. another name another white player that you know for sure averaged over thirty. Not including Luca. Besides Larry right. Bird. Remember the color. Remember the color of the. Remember the color of this league. Yeah. You know. Remember the color. <clears throat> of this league has pretty much always been as far as like players who have been able to put the ball in the in basket. The basket yeah. If you have been, <laughs> if you have been able to score thirty a game, let alone multiple times. Mm -hmm. That being said, it's not on my list. But carry on. <laughs> Why is Scottie Pippen at number seven? Um, realistically, he should be number five on my list because of all he accomplished and also his play on both ends of the floor, especially on defense. You don't get eight first team all defense appearances just, you know, just like that. You have to be, you know, a willing defender, committed defender to get that. Eight straight times he was first team all defense. Eight straight years. That's that's incredibly difficult to do. Right. And if and for a 10-year stretch, you've made first team all defense from 91 to 2000, eight times first team, two times second team. So realistically, he should be number five on my list. But the two players I have above him, I'm just paying homage to, you know, you know, the the some forefathers of the league, if you if you so listen, will. Listen, while we're, we're here, players. while we are here, let us let us get one thing out of the way. Everyone mm -hmm. seems to be very I'm willing to mention that Michael Jordan benefited from having Scottie Pippen on his team mm -hmm. defensively. I see the other way around. Uh, Michael Jordan was yes, actually yes, 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 yes. And Scottie Pippen Thank actually you. benefited, benefited as well. I'm not saying yeah. that 
he benefited more, but he benefited greatly and, by and having such know, a hone. You want, you, want to know I agree, you, you want to know why I agree with you? Sorry to cut you off before you finish. You, I agree with you. I was doing some research <clears> some months ago when the, when there was the um there was when there was another Labour MJ debate, debate. I think it was around the um the last dance time last year. You, the funny thing is that. For defensive player of the year finishes when they both were on the team. Jordan has Jordan finished higher than Scotty in almost every year, except probably one, maybe two. Jordan was right. Jordan finished above him in DPOY. Um, exactly. I'm, I'm going to ask the two older people on this panel, one who isn't necessarily like involved as far as giving his opinion, but Duane and Garth are old enough to like understand what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? <clears throat> playing in the 90s and going up against look at these look at these four you have michael jordan ron harper dennis rodman and scotty pippen i think that is what they think the clippers are now but i'm asking you who is scoring against that i don't care who the fifth is and that is one of the reasons why they were so dominant that people don't talk yes. about People talk like, about you know Michael Jordan's performances, but the defense, yeah, it's crazy. And 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 don't sleep on Randy Brown either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have one point for. I mean, for you coming up, you you bringing the ball up. Yeah, you know, hand checks. You're you look lucky. You're lucky if you get past your own three. Ron points. Harper and Michael Jordan <laughs> first. <laughs> All right, Scotty's probably taking the, the main assignment. Yeah. Yeah, depending on hope the size of the player. Because Ron Harper can hold his own against any guard. And, and, and let's just say God bless you enough for some reason to pass those three. And then they just run up in our Rodman elbow. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the defense on that team was unreal during was, that period. A point I want to stress, though, as, as Steve made, as it relates to small forwards and that period between the, the 90s in general. <clears throat> I mean, if we look on the list, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the players that will follow, but there was another really big, you know, crop of small forwards during the nineties that, you know, would challenge Pippen more so. I mean, you had Dominique at the far stretch, but, but most of his else, work was who, on the. Who 80s. else was the next top small forward before Grant Hill came in the league? I'm um, small forward. You had like Stacey, you had like Stacy Ogman. You had like other guys that were, um, yeah. but, but most of them would like, most of them would be in the West and they wouldn't necessarily be small forward. They just like play the position because like the team just had to put someone at small forward. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think Scotty benefited a lot from playing in an era where the quality wasn't as good. I mean, in the 80s, yeah. he wouldn't have been, you know, highly regarded. Well, yes, based on his defensive play, but overall, he couldn't be highly regarded over even at Dominique at that time. In the I 80s. mean, I mean, you, you, you had someone that you guys mentioned before. You had Glenn Rice, you know. Um, you had, obviously, you had, speaking of Glenn, you had, like, the big dog, Robinson. You know, you had Jamal Mashburn. Um, if you wanted to consider Robert Horry a small forward, um, you had Detlef Shrimp. Um, you know, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a great deal of people, but, like, you had people. Um, I, I consider Chris Mullin mm-hmm. a small forward as well. Um, From the Dan. Dan Marley, absolutely. You know, so no, 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 there were there were there were no guys, and it's just that the small forward position wasn't the premier position it was or that it became today. Yeah. 
All right, interesting, interesting views. Um, let's move on to number six. Juno, let's start with you for this round. Oh, this one is no dilemma whatsoever. Number six, and I have this number right here because of the person who he was, the doctor, the good Dr. J, making house right. calls, kissing oh. babies. Julius oh. Irving. Julius the doctor. All right, Craig, who you have at number six? I have big games, James. What is this? Mm. All over the place. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> who you have, Theo? Number six. Number six, I have Celtics great John Havlicek at number six. All right, so John Havlicek. Ah, yeah. uh, interesting. Why here? As I said, why here? Um, you could argue that he he could be um before the person I'm going to call after this, but um. Just, just seven cards in my Celtic and done. No matter which <laughs> time. I don't have eight rings. Just, just, One bag of foolishness. Delay, delay. Just say, say, say the eight rings and stay my Celtic and him did benefit from having Bill Russell on his team. And I don't want to, Go I, ahead. Yeah, big up an old player. <laughs> listen, listen. No, no, no lie. No lie. No lie whatsoever. Um, No disrespect to Hondo. Hondo was obviously ahead of his time, but I never really watched that team and like think, oh yeah, this team is really good because um Hondo is like oh, Hondo. a really good player. I look at that team because of oh they had that one guy in the middle and that's it. Thing is the longevity. Uh yeah, so Junior. Yes, sir. Julius Irving. Number game six. changer. The change 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 the game. Um the only reason he's not higher on this list is simply because the well the players ahead of him are just um, better than him, you know, um, which is not easy to say. We're, we've obviously been dealing with a lot of dilemmas with um, trying to put this list together. But Julius Irving was the original um, must-see TV for the NBA. Like that, That's true. This yeah. is the person that you're like, you know what? I'm not even a fan of basketball. I mean, like, I never saw him play back then. I know y'all think I'm that old, but I'm not. Um, but everyone that I spoke to, and, like, I've been fortunate enough to, like, come across a few NBA players um, in my lifetime, and, like, I asked them, like, who's the one player not named Michael Jordan that you absolutely look forward to, like, seeing whether it was on TV or in person play? And they're like, oh, that's easy. The doctor. You just, yeah. they say you just never know. I said the only person that came along that like literally wowed you, like wow, like everybody else, you could tell what they're going to do. You know what they're special at. Julius was just special, not special at anything in particular. That's a special player to watch. You just never know if it was going to be a dunk, a finger roll where he wasn't even looking at the rim, taking off from almost the three point line. And you wondering if he could really make that dunk and just, some of the accounts that people give about Julius like sounds far-fetched, but these are credible people, so I don't want to question it. And just based on the highlights alone that we saw, you could tell that Julius Urban was just... We were unfortunate to be born in the era that we're born into, like not having been able to witness that life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. Jump straight to number five. Craig. 
Um, number five, I have careful. <laughs> Scotty Pippen. Mm. Okay. Scotty Pippen. Interesting. Who we have Theo? Uh, late great Elgin Baylor at number five. Huh. And the junior, who we have? For me, like I, I have my um third and last dilemma. Don't tell me it's another time. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Jesus. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. But right. fortunately, it's between two players that played for the same team, more notably than. Um, anywhere else that they actually played. And it's between Carmelo and Bernard King. Mm. Both, both. So I, I always mentioned that Alex English was um, Alex English was the precursor to Melo. Realistically, that was Bernard King. Um, a matchup nightmare. Like from any level. He wasn't oh, yeah. a prolific three-point shooter, but any literally any single step inside the three-point line, you are dead. If one, the one, moment one, he steps boy. within the three-point line, you are absolutely dead. And if it was Christmas, you were extra dead. Oh yeah. This Very man, this man. I don't know how his name wasn't mentioned more, maybe because he wasn't the flashiest player. But if you're talking about three-tier scorer, uh -huh. yeah. Bernard, from far, from, like, I don't know why he didn't just take one more step back and work on his game from there. He would have been a prolific three-point shooter. But the moment he stepped within that three-point line, you literally had no answer. You just had to pray that he has an off night. Simply let put. This, and Melo is the same thing. All right, Elgin Baylor. He, 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 he averaged, sorry, Bernard King averaged 33 points and he shot 10% from three. Just let that sink in. Just let that <laughs> yeah. sink in. Yeah. Um, Elgin Baylor, um, I just have to pay homage to another Laker uh, legend and one of the best players like in the world. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just have to pay. Nah, but Melo, 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 on my list, Melo on my list for all the reasons like everybody else I've already listed. Oh, yeah. I, I, Wes, I have a point for Scott. You know, a lot of people like make comparisons for LeBron, like Jordan or Magic. Maybe the comparison should should be, you know, should be like Scottie Pippen in that, you know, point forward. Because, I, I, I mean, we're all talking about the points. And these yes, that's, that's what I've been saying. I've been saying that, like, those players should really so be, like, underrated. in a particular position. Yeah, his, his, his playmaking is so underrated, Scottie Pippen, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Boylton Baylor, he could score um, a ton, rebounded well. He was very athletic. He was just like, from the clips I've seen of him, he was before his time with how he played the game. Played above the rim, could really shoot it, even though there wasn't a three-point at that time. He could, like I said, could score in punches, rebounded well, passed well, enough for, for a wing player, for a small forward to be exact. So yeah, I had to, yeah. When you average 27 points per game, 13 rebounds, five assists. Can't, can't overlook that. Can't overlook that. You know. All right, who have a number four? I think with, out of all that, before we move on, I think Elgin Baylor has the most points per game among all shooting. All smart forwards. Yeah, I think, I think so. Let me check. It, it might Across be closer to him and LeBron. 
Might be close between him and LeBron. Let me check. Oh, I think he has more than LeBron. Oh, it's more than LeBron. Yeah, I think LeBron Curry has what sixty-one or something. Like that. All right, so let's. Yeah, he has point point two more than LeBron. Yeah, yeah, he's about Let's there. continue. And those guys were in shooting threes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> So let's continue. Number four now. Now is here the list gets interesting because I mean I, I have a couple names that I <laughs> you know I mean a lot of variety amongst the lists here mm-hmm. as I must say. Elgin Baylor making his first appearance. Some guys mm-hmm. who have been listed before I've seen them being called since. Well, let's look at number four. Give me your number four player, Kurt. Um, and Elgin Baylor. At number four. Interesting. Junior. At number four, oh, the one and only Larry Legend. Larry <laughs> 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 All right, Theo. Before you you, you, you start to you know, <laughs> it. There's a slide in your number four name before you go off, please. <laughs> Your God I did with laugh is a shame. <laughs> We have at number four. You see the yeah. mind coll- you see the mind collapse. Check body. <laughs> Check if you're Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Pia, are you there? Do we need to call 911? <laughs> man good live. Yo, the man good live. Black me on WhatsApp now. We can't call him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boy, no, the man Boy, of Larry at four and is that like, a good, you know. like where should he be? <laughs> Anyways, continue. Where are we now? Julius Irving, number four. The doctor. Julius the doctor. Irving. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I must I must make mention that I have not seen Don't look that fine. name on a certain fine. list. Don't look fine. Mm-hmm. So that far. I, so, I advise you don't Julia, look. give me Library. Number four. A the legend, man. To Mr. Davis. You know, the legend, <laughs> the resident Celtic. But let me get the reasons for having him at number four. Um, the um, the ultimate competitor. Um, Larry Bird just for for all the same reasons that I gave I gave credit to Rick Barry. I can't imagine it being easy to be. Um a white player in the league, especially during that particular period where it was just knock your teeth out um, to showcase such bravado and to be able to back it up, not just once or twice, but on a nightly basis. You know, if you're playing Larry, regardless of who he had in the lineup with him, you know Larry's going to give you an absolute headache every single night. If his shot is off, He's a very sage defender, um, not a hop up to the front of the three-point line and slap the ground defender type of um, defender, but smart, very angles. smart, very yeah, very intelligent, yeah. Um, underrated um, for like how, as we were talking about before, how he could actually quarterback a defense yeah. um, to kind of hide his own defensive deficiencies. He could um, really pass as well. Uh, but but more importantly, he he was just he was just so cutthroat. Larry Bird, yeah. to put it this way, in a term that like we would be able to understand, Larry Bird is that one guy all of us knew growing up that played domino that nobody we know could beat. 
Yeah. Facts. Best, yeah. best, best trash talker as well. Yes. Ever. Yes. Everybody, everybody know that. Everybody know that one domino guy. Every single body know that one guy from the neighborhood where, where you know, say, if you sit on that domino table with him, don't even count upon him buying even one beer because he's not losing <laughs> one game. <laughs> That's true. Like all them, all them on the used to do a live and breathe domino. Domino Yes. yes. Beer, beer nine at them, come on. <laughs> beer nine at Beer nine at All right. Interesting. Interesting. Number three now. We're in the top three. Uh-huh. Let's start with Phil. You know, we have this, you know, the Slim Reaper himself. Kevin Durant. You know my name. You know who I am. <laughs> At uh, three. Craig, we have a number three. Um, uh, Larry Bird, a number three. No, but hold on. You're at least... You're at least you're <laughs> no, you're at least disrespectful. Not even... No, you're at least no, disrespectful at this point. You're at least a big hole, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, told you, I told you, I told you, don't look for him. I told you, don't right. look for that name. All right. Junior, we have a number three. What? Yo. I told you. I forgot to beg you to some three. ice water for cool, but don't you know? <laughs> Elgin. Elgin. Elgin number three. Elgin. Interesting. All right. Because they said, they said, even though he was known for taking L's, if you take the L, <laughs> if you take one of the L's that he, from his name, if you take the L from his name and put it in front of the E, you get Legend. <laughs> Interesting point. All right. Um, Durant, still. Yeah. Number three. Man, when I'm telling you, like, just a talented scorer, like, all three levels. Seven feet with that high release point. You can't do anything about KD. The only defense you can play, you, you can play on KD, is, I don't even know. The, if KD if Katie has an off night, it's because KD has an off night himself. No one can physically defend him. I mean, yeah, you think that with his slight frame, people would try to body up on him. But if you get too close to him, he's just going to raise up over you. Like if, if you really think about it, in terms of all the scorers, all the great scorers in the league, in league history, think about guys like Melo, LeBron, not LeBron, MJ, Harden, etc. They all love to go into their back, so to speak, to get to their spots, to um, get a shot off the score. KD does, doesn't really exert a lot of effort. Like, KD will score 30 points on, on 14, 15 shots, and you're like, wait, how did he get 30 points? He's just, he's just crazy. He, he, would score, he would score 30 on eight shots. Most efficient. That's my point. Most efficient jump shooter ever. Score in NBA history. Exactly. And it's not like the shots are easy, because you know he's going to be the number one that's not, I wouldn't even say the number one option on offense. In terms of point scoring, yes, but he didn't need a lot of shots to score, like we said, because he was so efficient. Like, so, like, so, like, it should be high up the list. So, is that way to me, too? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought, of, when all is said and done, I do believe you'll be second overall. I mean, I, I, I well, let me, let, let me not say. Let's move to number two. Because I mean, there's only two persons left. Um, I think we have some consensus as who those two are. So let's start with Juniper. first. You have a number two. Yeah, number number two for me is LeBron. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. 
No, no, brother, you're gonna make it mad. Them cancel us, you know. They're gonna cancel the podcast, you know. Nobody's not gonna watch after this, you know. I never know. I never know. I never know. God play basketball. I'm most number one. I mean, Jesus rose on Jesus rose today, you know. But pull up that. Go for that. So Listen, LeBron at number no, two. Interesting. For all the LeBron fans that will listen to this, we are not anti-LeBron. You know, this is not meant to slander <laughs> I LeBron. Mean, this is your opinion what's wrong, of one what's wrong man. With being, what's wrong with being the second best ever at a particular no, hold on, position? Hold on, hold on. First, first things first. What we do here is, you know, we, we express our opinion. Yeah, right? right. And apparently we check waves as well. Between all the scenes here, right? <laughs> <laughs> we check waves. We check what waves we shirtless. We Let's check shirtless waves. Right? And um, the thing about it is, you'd never hear me knock a man this based on his opinions of that player and what they do yeah. and their output once the reason is given. Because at the end of the day, we interpret the game differently. You know, yeah. what you like in a player, I may not like. You know, we had a discussion um, um, in the last episode about Clay Thompson's role. And yeah. I said, you may want Clay Thompson to show more when I am yeah. okay with what he shows. You understand? Yeah. I don't yeah. him based on that. Yeah. So if LeBron is at two, fine. If, 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 if our listeners have a, you know, some sort of issue with it or whatever, you can share your list in the comments as well. And we have yeah. a discussion. If you want to come on the podcast at any point in time, let's reach out to any one of us. And yeah. we have you on a explainer case. All right? Yeah, so, Craig, we have a number two. Question. Before Craig goes, Junior, is the reason that LeBron too because you consider him to be more of... We'll, uh, we'll hear. We, I think we'll hear his reason. I'm sure you guys I'm going to rush me already. So... I'll, I'll, let me get your number two and Craig's number two out of the way first. Alright. So you have um, a number two, Craig? Yeah, I have um, Kevin Durant at number two. Okay. KD Trey five. Who you have still? Second greatest Celtic of all time, Larry Legend. Okay. Alright, interesting. Let me just jump to number one. Because, I mean, I figure more or less. Yeah. Number one for you guys is LeBron, right? Yeah, LeBron, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vince Carter. Well, we're number one, Julian. Yeah. <laughs> 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 number one, Julian. Imagine huh? Vince Carter. <laughs> no, man, no, man. No, man. Slim Reaper. Slim Reaper. Okay. Slim Reaper. All right. Now, so the, the controversy here is obviously you having LeBron at number two. Correct. Explain yourself for that selection. We're talking about like abilities. Not much separates the two. Two completely different style of players. Um, at some point with these lists, it's going to come down to um, um, obviously objectivity versus subjectivity because it's sports. So like there's always going to be bias involved no matter what. Um, as objective as I can possibly be, with this, I just personally, personally believe that Kevin Durant is a more dangerous basketball player than LeBron is. That's what I, that's what made me choose. I'm like, if I'm starting a team right now, of and like any point over the past 10 years, if I'm starting a team, I'm starting a team with KD over LeBron. 
Is LeBron a better passer? Of course. Is LeBron um, a more prolific all-around player? Most definitely. But if I'm talking about just like ability overall, just overall ability to be extremely good at a bunch of things and really have no weaknesses in your game outside of like social media, um, <laughs> I really have to go with um, Kevin Durant because just as everyone mentioned before, um, the simplicity in how he goes about things are, are to be fair, he makes it look simple. I don't think yeah. it's simple. You know, he makes it look simple partly because like of his physical gifts, but obviously his work rate is insane. They don't talk about how, how much um, of a maniacal work ethic he has, just like they talk about LeBron's. He works on his game. It's not all talent. Um, he knows, he studies defenders, he studies the league, he studies te his own teammates, how he can actually fit in with them, which is a big thing that we never talk about, how he actually goes about making sure that like he makes himself efficient, not just for himself and for his own stats, but for his teammates as well, almost to his detriment, because that ruined everything in, in Oklahoma City. We all knew that he should have been more selfish. Yeah. We all knew that. Uh -huh. Like we're subsiding a couple of times, well, yeah. If we're being honest, you know, if KD, if KD had even a little bit of dog in him, and that's the thing, this is the reason why people probably like have like LeBron ahead of him. LeBron does have like some more dog in him than Durant does. Durant yeah. to me is just more for sure. Yeah, Durant to me is just more. You know, uh, I I just got to go with this guy. You know, there's no there's no yeah there's no there's no word there's no word to describe him. You know, you you can describe LeBron as complete. Yeah. There's no word to describe Kevin Durant. There's no singular word for you to like unicorn box him in. Like, there's not if, even a unicorn. If Katie, unicorns, Katie. unicorns call. Listen, unicorns call rare unicorns Durants. Have you have have any of us ever seen anyone that like just make basketball look easier than Kevin Durant does? Any player, no. like including LeBron, no. has anyone ever seen? Has anyone of us ever seen anyone just make basketball look like it's like he could do that like on one leg. No, definitely. Guys, he's the most. The guy's like, seven. The guy's a seven foot. The guy's a seven foot shooting guard. Guard skills, yeah. And that's yeah. The, that's the point I want to, you know, persons to know. I mean, I still have LeBron over him for reasons outside of, you know, because LeBron on the defensive side, you know, in his in his heyday was obviously better than Durant, but as a seven foot. <laughs> Guy who can put the ball on the floor, you know, pretty much unblockable if you count that his offenses, mm -hmm. his offensive packages. Complete. Like, there's no weakness, as I say, it's complete, you know. Complete I mean, player. yes, he's a bit aloof at times and you know, unselfish to a point, and that to a fault, to a fault, yeah, to a fault. That, that impact yes. is early in his career, but yeah. I mean, once he got over the fact that you know. Maybe I need to be more aggressive. Maybe I need to be more assertive. You saw his game set up to a whole different level. Mm -hmm. I mean, joining the Warriors, yes, a lot of people knock him for um, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna be honest with you. Once, once they found out, it's once they found out about the burner account, and he realized he could stop. He had to stop pretending. Yeah. After that, we saw yeah. a whole different Durant. After they found yeah. out about the burner account on Twitter, 
And he was like, you know what? They got me. I can stop pretending to be this nice guy now and like get all my opinions out via some burner. Once he stopped pretending to be this nice, sweet, household, homey guy from Pleasantville, Maryland, that's yeah. when we saw the real Durant come out on the court. Nerdy, nerdy kid with a backpack at every game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Interesting, interesting list. Um, two things to note, however. I'm looking back at the list here. Right? There's, there's what. First, let, let me get this out of the way first. Is there any changes you guys like to make to your list so far? Okay, so for number list? ten, number ten, I'm dropping Adrian Dantley and I'm leaving um Alex English as that one. I'm dropping Dominique and I'm putting Big Game James. I'm dropping Grant Hill and I'm leaving T Mac. Okay. Interesting. If I was supposed um, to make any change, it would probably Craig, be, any, any changes to your list? It would probably is between Paul Pierce and Dr. J. Really. That's the only no, that's that, that's not going any further here. That's yeah. not going any further. Now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> let us put Julius Irving up on the on the board. Yeah. Good? Mm. Is right, Dominic right. Wilkins better than Julius Irving? Seriously, no. There's a case no. to be made. What, what's what's impressive about Dr. J's game? Let me just ask you guys. You, you made that's a point. This isn't about scoring. You made a point about athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And Dominic Wilkins being probably the most athletic person on the list earlier on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People, people can make a case for Julius Irving. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think um the dunks that <laughs> Um, Dominic can do Dr. J. He will break a limb, I think. Hold on, you think that Julius? You think Dominic could like attempt some of the layups that Julius did? Yeah, uh, no, I mean because he has. I think he has like longer limbs and stuff, so definitely not. And plus, we all know the iconic reverse. But yeah, I definitely just think like name uh, one, just one in-game dunk, Craig. Maybe uh, none, none, none. Yeah. If you ask me, rock the baby, none, yeah, none. none. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing Dominic have that might come close to that is that one putback, the yeah. one hand putback over. I don't remember what team it was against, but like he had this one one hand putback against like almost the whole team. All right, so some lists have all, have, you know, one some names appeared on all three lists. So we're just gonna get those out of the way. LeBron. Durant, Larry Bird, Elgin Baylor, Carmelo Anthony, Paul Pierce. Peace. I realize that Scotty Pippen's name is not listed on Mr. Junior's list. Interesting. No, it's um, it's not it's not a knock it's not a knock on him. It's just that like kind of like LeBron, like I don't really have like him designated in any position. All right, cool. James Worthy. So that's seven. Um, we have a agreement on now. There are a couple names. Uh, uh, are we going to include? Oh, whenever I put Julius Irving. Julius Irving. I mean, highly ranked on his top six on Junior's list and top four on Phil's list. Mm-hmm. Craig had a dilemma adding him to his list. Can we agree that Julius Irving is a top ten small forward? Yes. Would you relent, Craig, to add him in on the list? You twisted my arm. Yeah, sure. All right, good. Julius Irving. Um, 
So do, hold on there. do the right thing with it. I know say, Dr. J a Rocker Park legend as well. So just yeah. after that alone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Scotty Piven runs fifth on Craigslist. Probably the first superstar Seven in the NBA. On Theo's list. Would you include mm-hmm. him as well, Juno? Um, I mean, I guess I mean I could find like a spot between three and Would four. You want See, I don't like. Low. I don't. It, it, it's it's tough. I, I'm not again like Scotty Pippen is not not on the list because of how good he is or not. It's just that Scotty Pippen was like Scotty Pippen played like a hybrid type position the same way LeBron did, the way LeBron does. You know, uh, LeBron just um does it more notably because. You know, like he 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 has the ability to do a lot more than Pippen did, or like LeBron never ha- LeBron never had a Jordan on his team to just kind of kick the ball to and say, "Hey, do you think?" Yeah. You know, the closest he had to that is Kyrie. Yeah, interesting. So, but if for this discussion, if we count a small forward, primarily, yeah, yeah of course. Him? If I'm if I'm counting it, if I'm counting a small forward or even power forward, Scottie Pippen is in my top ten. Interesting. Okay. All right, so so far we have nine names. Um, Dominique Wilkins was listed on on two lists. He was listed on Junior's list. Um, can we make a was he was listed on my list? He's no longer on my list. Remember? Oh, he's <laughs> not. Uh, well, exactly. So he would have been on our three lists originally. Yeah. When we started the yes. discussion, so can we agree that he's the tenth person on this list? Yeah, we got right. Barry only got one vote. John yeah, Havlicek only got one vote. And Tracy McGrady only got one vote. Yeah. Seeing that mm-hmm. Dominique was on multiple lists, can we agree that he's top 10? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. But he's not on the more. list, but he's considered he's considered top 10. All right, cool. So the list so far. LeBron Durant, Larry Bird, Elgin Baylor, <coughs> Carmelo Anthony, Paul Pierce, James Worthy, Julius Irving, Scott Pippen, and Dominic Wilkins. That's the official 10 we have ranked here. Um, but I have a couple names I want to throw out, though, that did not make the list. And let me get the views of the gents. Kawhi Leonard. Two-time champion. Eventually. Eventually, you'll make the list. Two-time champion, two-time finals MVP. What if he does not win another ring? Would he have done enough to make this list? I would yeah, need another five years. I would need. No, I, would, I, would have, I would actually have to see him do more in the regular season. Well, the regular season is a dead talk for him now, because I mean his body, he, his body would not allow him based on how he's been for the last couple of seasons. Still, so. yeah. You know, yeah, play uh, as many games in the regular season. Yeah, if he's not going to win another ring, I, I, that's that's my next criteria. Like, I need to see like more done in a regular season. Or yeah, for sure. But All right, interesting. What about Vince Carter? Wrong place, wrong time. Vince Carter, Sorry, Vince Carter, sit down over which part, Adrian Dant later. <laughs> All right, well, so we we we've established the top ten. Small forwards of all time. So we're just going to end this episode here. You join us for the next episode where we will be ranking the top 10 power forwards 
of yes. all time. That should be an interesting list. We'll have the guys back here to discuss you know, their rankings and then we'll agree on the top 10. But for now, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Murder Sports Podcast. Join us next time when we'll deliberate on topics of your interest. But for now, peace. Peace.